0: The biggest thing for me is removing this need to have an external thing tell you what you need. You know what you need. You know what serves you. You already know. It's a matter of taking accountability. Sit with yourself in silence, like sit with the question. Ask yourself what you want and consistently give it to yourself. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to the Active Ingredient podcast. I am your host, Sophie Wheel, and I am a deeply curious person on my own personal journey of self-discovery and personal growth. This is a podcast all about the journey and figuring out what makes us come alive and prioritizing whatever that is every single day. When I started the podcast over 2 years ago, I thought that I would get the answers externally, and the more conversations I had and the more work that I did on myself, The more I realize that every single answer and all of the truths lie within and in the silence. I know that may sound a bit overwhelming, which is why my mission is to have candid conversations with relatable humans who I feel have truly come alive and get really clear about how they've come home to themselves, as well as share my own discoveries along the way. Welcome to Active Ingredient. My biggest wish for you is that you feel alive and that you tap into your Active Ingredient every single day. Welcome back to another solo episode that is both video and audio. I am going to continue to do these solos as both as long as you guys are enjoying them. I think I'm enjoying doing them too. I mean, obviously I get a little bit nervous doing this on video because this is new to me. Like I have like my candle lit trying to like get me in the zone and like, but I I think I'm actually enjoying getting more and more comfortable doing it. So just a reminder for our audio listeners, this is also available on YouTube. If you just search... Active ingredient with Sophie Wheel on YouTube. Right now we have very few subscribers, but hopefully that ends up growing organically. But the theme of this episode today is something that I felt really called to talk about because it has really kind of like taken over such a big part of my life. And I'm so over it taking up so much space in my mind, in my thoughts, in my decision making. I know I'm not alone in this, especially if you're a woman listening. And I just felt really called to do a whole episode on this. I think it's definitely going back in line with like my overarching theme of this year, which is listening and creating space for yourself to really tune in to your body, to your mind, to God universe, whatever you want to call that. That is definitely the overarching theme for every single thing that I will be talking about and discussing because... I can't not talk about that stuff if I'm trying to get across the most potent and true things. So this is kind of like a big topic that is goes hand in hand with that overarching conversation. It might make some of you guys listening feel uncomfortable because it... I I mean, I have felt really uncomfortable with this topic for a really long time. And I haven't even suffered from like the extreme versions of what I'm about to talk about. But what the theme is of the show today is what you read in the headline it is about nourishing ourselves through what we eat and actually paying attention to what nourishes you and what doesn't there's been literally so many conversations about different i mean i'm not saying anything new here like the different diets the different styles the intermittent the pescatarian the keto the paleo the all these things which i by the way i have literally tried every single one of them i literally cannot remember a time of my existence where I was not worried about my weight. Like I can't remember literally one day of my existence. I'm hoping that when I was really, really little that I can't remember, that I didn't think about it then. But from my memory, how sad is that? I literally cannot remember one day where I didn't feel like I would wish that I was smaller or I wish that I was 10, 15 pounds, 30 pounds, whatever, like skinnier, Obviously, like this is again not anything new or or revolutionary that I'm saying. Of course, like all these images that we've seen growing up of you know media and like what has been designated as beautiful has a lot to do with it. So, I really wanted to do this because as I've done a lot of work on myself and I've gotten to a place where I actually accept myself exactly as I am and I'm listening to myself, like actually listening to my cues that are true to me, that I'm like listening to. What works for me, what doesn't, when I have a pit in my stomach, when I feel really chill, when I feel really like at ease and warm and good, all of these things. I've just been able to see this like nourishing or nourishment part to it in a different light that has just been really refreshing. It's just been really refreshing to get to a place where I don't know that it's like completely eliminated for me, but like to get to a place where I am choosing things not for losing weight or for fitting a mold of what society has deemed beautiful, but I'm just paying attention to what actually feels good in my body. And like, there is a lot of conversation on intuitive eating. And I, by the way, I'm no expert. Like I am not a nutritionist. I am not a expert or have like any sort of credentials to speak to this. I am speaking from my experience as I speak to this on every episode, like I'm just speaking my truth, so take it with a grain of salt, but I am speaking as a person who has struggled literally my entire life, my entire life. like again, I literally cannot remember a time where I did not want to be skinnier, and like even now, like the old thought pattern could pop up now I have a really like strong way of being able to identify and be like that's just not true. so like I'm not saying that I, it's like i I've, I've been completely freed from it because of course, thirty years of perpetuating the same freaking message that's going to take some time and i'm Cool with that. Like, I am okay with committing to just like continuing to unlearn that and catch it, call it by its name and like feel like, you know what? I'm good either way and like do that practice. But I'm just so tired of that narrative. I really am so tired of it. And I felt called to do a solo episode on it because I've found with the silence and like being able to actually tune in and listen, I've been able to make decisions in what I'm eating and putting in my body that serve me that like actually make me feel whole, that make me feel nourished, that make me feel like every cell in my body is like really grateful for what I've just put in it, where I feel like my digestion is literally better than it's ever been in my entire life, where I feel energized the whole day with only one coffee in the morning, where I feel like I sleep through the entire night, where I feel like I don't have major dips in the day where I mean always, I think that like during like the three to five hour, I'm just not as creative, but like I would get really, really tired before where I'm not feeling tired. I'm just feeling creatively, just not super like there, which fine. I'm way more creative in the morning. Right. But like just all of these things that I'm feeling that are just so incredibly great and different to what I've literally experienced my whole life, I thought were worth talking about because they're all, they've all been coming from a place of like actually nourishing myself. So I did want to give that background of like where I came from, which is, I mean, I've never been diagnosed with an eating disorder, but I've definitely had disordered thoughts about food for sure. I, again, have done everything. I've done keto for a time, Atkins, Weight Watchers. I've done paleo. I've done plant-based. I've done intermittent fasting. I have done, there was a time period, which is really, this might be triggering for some. I literally only ate once in the day during one summer, like literally I would eat whatever I want, but once a day, But I just get really sad thinking about all of those versions of myself that thought that I needed to do that and that I couldn't trust myself, that I needed to follow an external diet plan or that I needed to follow this new trend or I needed to follow anything that wasn't just my own intuition, my own inner knowing, the the things that I already know to be true. Back to the thing about resolutions, like thinking that we have all of these answers externally... We have them. We already know the answers. It's a matter of do we want to take accountability? Do we want to actually listen and then act on what we've heard? Like, for example, I know that when I eat something super fried, I get really tired. So, when I'm making a decision, if I want to feel energy, knowing that and having done that inventory check, like I know when I eat fried things, I get tired. I'm speaking for me, like other people can have different reactions to different things. Knowing that I've had that inventory check with myself. And like the actual outcome that I want is to feel energy. My decision will be to not eat something fried and to instead eat something maybe baked or like sauteed or whatever, because I know that ultimately I want to feel energy, right? So getting back in our own selves and not seeking the answers in other places. And I'm not saying that there is something wrong with working with someone at all. Like, and again, everything that I say here is like take it with a grain of salt. If anything does not resonate, like that is totally fine too. I'm speaking from me again. But I'm saying like it's totally cool to work with someone who's an expert at something to help, right? But as long as you are very aware that like they are guiding you, but you are ultimately the the number one driver here. Like you can be asking questions, you can ask for recipes, you can ask for their insight on specific things. But there is nothing that's gonna give you like the most, the most, I guess, I don't wanna say like long term results because I feel like that is such a narrative that's been used in marketing, which like sucks because like oh, it does honestly give you long term, like long term connection to choosing things that serve you when you are the one that is deciding or just taking note of what serves you and what doesn't serve you. And throughout life, I'm only assuming that as our bodies evolve and change, I'm sure that like what serves us at some point might not serve us at other points, just like anything in life, right? At one point, something might have served you like in college, like going out and drinking, like at that time, sure, served me. Now, if I did the same thing I did in college, I can assure you, like I would probably be out of commission for like a month and a half if I did literally one night of college now. So things serve you at different times. Maybe right now in this month, these certain things I know that I put in my body serve me and other times they don't. But in doing all this work of like sitting with myself and like eating in silence and like finding silence in my day, I've just been able to do a lot of inventory checks on the foods that serve me and the foods that don't serve me. And like, what am I ultimately trying to feel with these foods? Right. And it's a trial and error thing. And I was actually, I was talking to one of my really good friends about this and immediately her mind went to, Oh, well, this is, this is intuitive eating. And I was like, I really, I don't want to call it intuitive eating because intuitive eating has been marketed and it's been like pushed. And like, there's been a lot of question marks. It is, it is in its like purest form. Definitely. You're being led by your intuition, your highest self, and you're listening. Right. Right but because it's been marketed already, I'm like, I, I'm kind of just like pulled to use a different word for it, but whatever. So she was like, well, this sounds like intuitive eating. And I know that I can't do intuitive eating. And I was like, well, why do you, why do you say that you can't do intuitive eating? And she was like, well, because I don't trust myself. I mean, if I would just listen to my intuition, I would want to eat mozzarella sticks. And I was like, well... The fact that you, you're saying, first of all, there's so many parts to this. I'm like, the fact that you are, first of all, identifying that eating mozzarella sticks is something that you wouldn't want because like, you would think that if you chose that, like, that doesn't serve you. That means in some level, you already know that having mozzarella sticks does not serve you, right? Because if you're saying, well, I don't trust myself because my intuition would tell me to do something that I find to be that it doesn't serve me means that if you actually took a second to sit with that for a literal second you would know that you actually already know that mozzarella sticks don't serve you. So there's like that part to it of like, you already know the part of like, actually being able to sit a little bit longer than that initial thought. Like that that initial like, well, no, I can't trust myself because I'm gonna want, I don't know. This is like literally something that I really want all the time. I, I always want French fries, right? Like my, if my mind is immediately being like, oh, I want pizza, I want all these things. Like, and I can't trust just intuitively or whatever. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Not intuitive, intuitive eating, but like, let's call it something else. If someone listening, come up with a better word that is like, just not been taken from like a marketing perspective, let's do that. But if I actually sit with that for a second and I'm like, well, why can't I trust myself? Because my mind goes immediately to, I want pizza. What is that actually telling me? And like the ability to actually sit with that and sit with yourself in that thought, ask the question, sit with the question and let the answer come to you. For me, because when I eat a lot of cheese, that's no bueno for literally anyone that is in my vicinity. Okay. So I know that like, if I want to feel light, energized, nourished, and feel like good overall, I'm not probably going to have that all the time. I'm not saying I'm never going to have it, but like, I'm probably not going to, if I'm, if I'm immediately looking to feel energized, like I know that that's not going to do it for me. That's one part to it. Then. The second part to it is just the trust. Like, I think so many industries have really capitalized on women not trusting themselves. And this has been a lot of the work that I've done on myself. I've literally said mantras to myself constantly. Like, I trust myself. I trust myself. Like, I actually know what I need. No one in this earth knows more about what I need than me. Okay. And just because there are so many industries out there that are literally like their objective is to get in our minds and to tell us that we don't know enough, that we need to lean on this expert, that we need to lean on this plan, that we need to lean on all of these other things that are not ourselves. Because what's going to happen if we just listen to ourselves? Right. Like what's going to happen? Everything's going to explode. Everything's going to implode. Everything's going to be a disaster if we can't listen to ourselves. Like pay attention to those to those messages. Cause they're literally everywhere. They are everywhere. Now that I've been so like awake to it, I've literally been like, Oh my God. Like it is enough. It is enough. Like we, well, first of all, we are enough, but that messaging, like we have had enough by I trust myself. I know when I eat a meal, I can easily feel on my body. Does, did that feel good? Or did that not? Cool. This felt really good. So I'm going to double down on meals that feel like this. I ate another meal. Did this feel good in my body? Did this feel not so good in my body? Not so good? Great. So now I have data to know that I don't want to continue to double down on that on the days that I want to feel really energized. Again, like it all goes back to just paying attention and being able to sit in that silence and ask yourself the questions and really sit with it and have that rapport with yourself that at least for me has been really, really like it's changed the way that I have my relationship with nourishing myself because it's now just coming from a place of inside, like an an inner knowing of like this type of food group or the way that I cook this or the time of day that I eat this serves me and this does not. So I, I think that like sitting... I feel like I'm going to sound like a broken record with the silence thing, but like, it's just what I've known to, to completely transform the way that I have relationships to so many things that have harmed me in the past that like, I just want to shout it from every which race, but it's definitely sitting in, in silence is a big one. And I was telling my friends about this the other day when we were at the beach. And I, I know that this might sound like a little far off, it works for me and it worked for me. And like, sometimes I still lean on that when I feel like I can't really have a really deep connection to myself. But in the mornings, I I was doing this like right after my meditations. And like, now I just do it throughout the day if I like, don't think about it in the morning. But I have created a character in my mind of who my stomach character is. And I don't know if you guys are Downton Abbey watchers, but like, I am obsessed. My favorite character from Downton Abbey was Mrs. Patmore. Like obsessed, I literally love Mrs. Patmore. I feel like she just like knows who she is, knows what she wants. She's a chef. Her vibe is like everything of the sort. And I I just I freaking love her and I in a meditation I was like, "Oh, I'm going to just pretend that like Mrs. Patmore is my stomach. It's she's it's the voice of my stomach." So, when I feel like a lot of us and me for a really long time had a really hard time connecting with that with myself. Now I now it's like it's a hybrid of like Mrs. Patmore and also just me because I've like been bridging that gap and have been getting a little bit closer. But the Mrs. Patmore connection to me has been really, really helpful because to get myself to a place now where I can also like feel like it's me and Mrs. Patmore, it took me just like actually checking in with Mrs. Patmore, right? And I would literally ask her, what do you want? What are you in the mood for? And she would literally tell me, oh, you know, I'm in the mood for sweet potato. Or I'm in the mood for mushrooms. I'm in the mood for a warm soup. I'm in the mood for a fruit bowl plate in the morning. I'm in the mood for a pancake. I'm in the mood for dark chocolate. I'm in the mood for avocado toast. I would sit after I meditate and I would just sit in silence and I'd be like, all right, Mrs. Totmore, what is your vibe today? And then I would meet that need. I would listen to Mrs. Patmore and go eat whatever it was that my stomach was telling me that I wanted. And again, I'm nervous about putting this video out there because I feel like that sounds a little wacky. It sounds like insane a little bit, but it worked for me. So again, I'm literally, I have this channel to just share things that have worked for me. And when I told my friends this, they were like, you have to do an episode on this. And I have characters for different parts of my body, by the way. But that can be for another episode. This episode is specifically on nourishing and Mrs. Patmore is that is that voice for me. And yeah, so I'll just check in and be like, what do you want for today? What do you want for lunch? Like what what are those things? And then once you start tapping in, you start to like see that there's like certain things that you can you can at least for like a, a certain period of time you can lean on because you know that those things serve you, right? Like brown rice for me serves me a lot. quinoa serves me, brown rice pasta serves me avocado toast serves me. So now when I do my groceries for the week, I know to have these certain like foundational staples that I lean on because I know that those are the things that I can consistently count on to make me feel energized and to make me feel good after a meal. What I do is that I just prep on Sundays and I make brown rice pasta, either quinoa or brown rice. And I just have that in the fridge so that like whenever I want to make a bowl or a pasta it's like a really easy just like put it in my pan type of thing and go and then i can actually like make my meal in 5 minutes for me the biggest unlock has really just been the being able to sit with it for a little bit longer than that initial question like sit with it a little bit longer and like even like a good way to practice and actually my sister and i have been doing this for a long time and i didn't really realize that we were we were doing those check-ins internally like when we would go out to eat, we would be like, what are, what are we in the mood for? Instead of just like going to, I mean, everyone asks, like, what do we want for dinner? Right? Like, what are we in the mood for? We would literally sit with it and close our eyes and like envision, like, what do we want to eat? Like, do we want to eat a bowl? Do we want to eat a rice plate? Do we want to eat sushi? Like, what is it? Right. And like, even starting there, just like, take a second to actually ask yourself, what do you want? And like the biggest thing for me is removing this need to have an external thing tell you what you need. You know what you need. You know what serves you. You already know. It's a matter of taking accountability. Sit with yourself in silence. Like sit with the question. Ask yourself what you want and consistently give it to yourself. Consistently give your body what it's asking for. Because what happens is that then you're... Healing, first of all, you're actually healing your body, you're nourishing your cells, and you're able to eliminate quicker, right? Which, again, back to like my overarching theme for the year, creates space in the body. It creates space for your mind to be clear and for you to continue to have this connection to your highest self. So that's also like going back to the why behind you would do anything, figuring out what that is for you, getting really, really clear on what that is for you. And yeah, I hope that this episode resonated on some level. I feel like I kind of just rambled, but I find it to be so incredibly like upsetting that for at least for my whole life, like the messaging and what I believed to be true was that I didn't know and that what I was doing wasn't good enough and that what I was choosing for my body, I didn't know if it was working or if it wasn't work. Like I just, there was so much disconnect, distrust in myself to make decisions that were for me. And like, I know I'm not alone in this. I know for a fact, I'm not alone in this. And if not all women, most women for sure probably feel some level of this. And I'm sure men do too. I am speaking as a woman. I am speaking as a woman who has been marketed like what a beautiful woman looks like my whole life. I'm over that narrative And I am trusting myself. I trust myself. I know what serves me and I know what doesn't serve me. And I'm open to that evolving. And I am only vowing to just pay attention, to continue to ask the question and to continue to pay attention and to act on what answers come up for me. Because it's one thing to hear it and listen to it and know great sweet potato serves me. It's another thing to then choose it and actually give yourself what you're asking, what your body, what your, what your soul is asking for. And then the last part is like really just making your meals, like romanticize those meals, like making those meals and looking at them as something that is nourishing your soul. I know that I talk a lot about like having it like help eliminate. And it's like an efficient process that like helps keep that space alive. But the actual moment of presence of creating that meal for yourself of eating that meal, like romanticizing it and and making sure that it's a plate that like you really feel in every bite, like, Oh my, like I make these bowls now. And I'm like, every bite, I'm like, damn, like this thing is like, my soul is happy. And I make this like soup now that is insane. By the way, I've been cooking like crazy. And like, I make this soup and every time that I have a sip, I'm like, Oh my, like my soul wanted this. And there's no better feeling than giving your soul, Mrs. Patmore, whatever you want to call it, what it's asking for. You are meeting your own needs because you can, and you can trust yourself. And sure, there's trial and error period. And that's okay. Like with everything in life, there's a trial and error period. But there's nothing more worth than just trusting yourself. Like I trust that in any environment, I'm going to know how to show up for myself. And I can say that for the majority of my life, I could not say that. So I hope that something in here resonated with you. I'm thinking for the YouTube channel, I'm actually going to start making like these soul nourishing meals that I literally am obsessed with. Bowls primarily, like I'm obsessed with bowls. But yeah, I just like for this week, maybe just ask yourself, what's something I can have for lunch today that I know is going to really nourish me? Or like... For dinner tonight, like what's something tonight that I know I'm going to feel really whole after eating that? Like, See what comes up for you and then act on it and do it. If that means going to the grocery store quickly, that means working with what you already have in your kitchen, whatever that looks like for you, but act on it. And after you've acted on it, check in to see how you feel after and take it from there. If it feels good, do it again and again. And again, and again, and again, and if it doesn't feel good, ask yourself, what about it didn't feel good? What about what I, what I made for myself didn't feel good and start getting more and more and more and more honest with yourself as to why, what was it about it? Maybe it was the way that you cooked something. Maybe you added something in that actually is inflammatory to you, but ask yourself, what, well, what was it about it? I thought that this was going to nourish me. And, and for some reason it, it didn't feel good in my system. Why double down on what works scale back on what doesn't double down on what works and scale back on what does not work for you just because it works for an influencer just because it works for me just because it works for your sister for your best friend for someone else for your trainer for your nutritionist does not necessarily mean it is going to work for you you know you you are the only one that can tell if something is working for you or not so own that, trust that, and act on that. And that is all for today. If you guys have any other suggestions on solo episode topics, I would really appreciate it. I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you can like and subscribe to YouTube, like feels so crazy to say that. But if you can like and subscribe, that would be amazing. And also if you are listening on Apple or on Spotify, you can review now on Spotify and give it a five stars. So on both channels. If you can please give a five star, it actually really helps the algorithms to get this content in front of like-minded people that this could potentially help. So I would really, really appreciate it. And I'm sending you all so much love this week and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode. You have no idea how much it means to me and I really do hope that you left this conversation feeling lighter, more in tune and with some tools to apply to your own life. Please feel free to reach out to me via DM on Instagram. I would absolutely love that, which I have linked in the show notes on any feedback or guests that you wanna have on. And if you do have a second, I would really appreciate you giving the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and a quick review. It really helps getting the podcast in front of more people like you. See you next week.